But it's even more important that you have community, that you have spaces where the intention and the goal of every single person there, or at least the majority of the people there is alignment, is like coming into their authentic self, right? Their truth. And when you're not in those kinds of environments, it does happen that you just kind of end up in a silo where you're just kind of talking back to yourself, which can be very beneficial. And also it's, it's good to have some harmony, right? That you have some, some time to yourself and that you also have time with an intentional group of individuals who are coming together as a community to support one another. This is Euphoric Evolution, a podcast all about inner spiritual growth for abundance, where we bridge the spiritual into the practical, the energetic into the physical. I'm Makosina Jezer. I'm a spiritual teacher and oracle, speaker and author, and I'm passionate about catalyzing tomorrow's leaders into consciousness and transformation. So if you're a spiritual seeker and know you're called for more, Let's begin your transformation. Welcome back. Today, we're going to dive into why the path to awakening is such a lonely one and what, if anything, can you do about it? So I think it's really important that we first address how challenging the awakening journey, the spiritual journey can be. It can sometimes feel like you're uh, one man on an island, right? Others don't completely understand you. You don't fully get everyone because it can seem like everything is just so surface level. And as you're going about your journey, you do notice that you have this deep desire for depth. That is a hallmark of the spiritual journey. Now, That happens because there's a part of you that is really awakening to your divine self or your connection with God, source, divinity in all things. So you want to feel this deeper sense of connection. And when you live in a world that is only surface level, that can cause you to just desire to withdraw. Now, I also see this happening a lot because, well, number one, we live in a very individualistic society where you are expected to do everything on your own. Your worth is completely predicated on your ability to like pick yourselves up by the bootstraps. And the cause and effect of everything in your life is yourself. And while I am a big proponent of being able to tap into your power and tap into your sovereignty, we can't negate the fact that this is a co-creation. We are co-creating this reality with other human beings, with plants, animals, the earth itself, other planets. Everything is working together. You are not just one man on an island. So this individual focus of our society also contributes to even further desire for withdrawal, we could say. What's really, really interesting for me 
having initiated in more ancient spiritual practices, more indigenous spaces, communities, so on and so forth, is that it is well understood that we heal in relationship. And so we do have this desire to withdraw. It is important that we are in an environment that is actually supportive to our evolution. So part of why we are withdrawing is because we're in spaces that might not be conducive to who we are becoming. Now, this isn't to say that you should always just be in proximity to people. It's okay to have periods of time where you are more to yourself, but it's even more important that you have community, that you have spaces where the intention and the goal of every single person there, or at least the majority of the people there is alignment, is like coming into their authentic self, right? Their truth. And when you're not in those environments, it does happen that you just end up in a, almost like in a silo where you're just talking back to yourself, which can be very beneficial. And also it's good to have some harmony, right? That you have some time to yourself and that you also have time with an intentional group of individuals who are coming together as a community to support one another. The other thing that's really important about why this loneliness happens is that really the solitude is necessary for you to actually get in touch with who the fuck you are. (laughs) Said in plain layman's terms, because we are bombarded by distractions all the time. It is so easy to ignore everything internally because we have at our fingertips devices (laughs) and vices that allow us to escape from our inner voice and from our emotions and from our thoughts and so on and so forth. We can just numb out. Now, I don't want to shame you if you are having those experiences of numbing out. I for sure have periods of time where I intentionally want to numb out. I want to take a break from all of the internal work and internal evolution and so on and so forth, right? But the problem is when it is happening so unconsciously all the time, and you're just not aware of how that's affecting you. We already, as human beings, have a tendency to seek external stimuli, look for something outside of ourselves to make us feel good, make us feel better, or something external to blame. And as you are on your journey of awakening, as you're on your spiritual evolution, it's really crucial that you have periods of time where you're just communing with your inner voice. So I'll bring it back to having a community that is supportive of you in your awakening, in your evolution. And that community looks like asking questions that encourage you to explore who you truly are, what you actually desire, so that you can start to let go of what everyone else wants or who everyone else thinks that you need to be and really discover 
What matters to you? What are you called for? What really lights your soul on fire? Who are you here to be? And also, what are some of the limitations and borrowed ways of believing that aren't actually serving you in who you are here to become? Because it's very difficult for us to just see that by ourselves. We can only really see ourselves through mirrors, through other people, through our interactions day to day, so on and so forth. So those are really, really important. Now, I would also be really remiss if I didn't mention that a lot of our unfolding and our potential, right? Our experience of the quote unquote next level of our potential does usually come through stepping outside of our comfort zone, right? Through finding our edge. And if you are like so many of the people who follow me or watch content like this, then you likely are someone who struggles with receiving period, but also can be challenged with receiving support and opening up and being vulnerable and sharing your truth, not just keeping everything surface level. So it also presents that other opportunity in your reality to actually navigate and move through why you are challenged with receiving support, why it's very difficult for you to be vulnerable, for you to be fully yourself, for you to take your masks off. Most of our potential is on the other side of us navigating these aspects of ourselves. I hope this has been eye-opening, enlightening, activating for you. And if you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe on YouTube, and I will see you very soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Euphoric Evolution. If you found this valuable, be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. Be sure to share with someone you care about if you know they'll also find value in this episode. You can also visit theroyalshaman.com to take my free consciousness quiz where you'll uncover your current stage of consciousness, identify your current blockages, and define which steps you can take next to align with your highest potential. You can also see the show notes to find our socials. In euphoria.